Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good night. It's not really a greeting, that's more of a goodbye, but eh. I hope whatever time of day you're listening to this, I hope it's good, my listeners. Maybe me as a listener in the future as well, because uh, these Talk Tennis episodes, I, uh, I'm i probably going to start looking back on them a little bit more uh, frequently. Or maybe not frequently, just look at them, or listen to them, generally. Just so I can uh, remind myself <clears throat> about uh, any progress I've made, anything that I might have forgotten. Yeah, so, earlier today. So, also, I might make these talk tennises, like, every Sunday or so. Because every Sunday I have a private lesson, and I'm like, oh, I'm working. I'm a game, right? I'm learning stuff, I'm picking things up. <clears throat> So the three main takeaways from uh, today's lesson. On the forehand, I need an early release, right? So with the preparation of the racket, right? So before the ball bounces, I need like, I need to be in that trophy position. I need my right hand with the racket, like back behind my body, left hand out extended in front. Because like, not even before, like I'm still like, you know, struggling to, um, to actually like, pull that maneuver off correctly, but I, uh, what I'm, what I'm doing, what the, the, the struggle some bit is, uh, like, after the ball bounces, or when it bounces, or not at the right time, just too late, my hands are still, my left hand is still, like, on the racket, my racket isn't back behind me, and that causes me to use more of my arm and wrist and just like a little flicky bit rather than using my whole body and having like a full extension through the shot, a nice smooth swing, right? And I'm rushing myself and rushing anything never works. When you rush things, they might get done, but it'll get done in a sloppy manner and it won't be uh, practical. The outcome won't be practical, it won't be useful, it won't be effective, efficient. Same, this this uh, applies to this forehand bit right here. If, if you're being all flicky and stuff, and, and wristy, and, and, um, and, and you're being rushed, and all that, and you're, and you're rushing yourself, then it's not going to be a good shot. It might not even go in. Yeah. Second thing is the center of gravity. That also kind of ties into the early release because when you do have like that, when, when, when your release is like a little bit late, then and you're just kind of like moving your hand a lot, just trying to get the swing out of the way rather than like having the rackets back and you know you focus on the center of gravity. Because when you're just swinging and you like you have the late preparation and like you swing like instantly after the preparation, it's all like rushed and quick. Uh, then your body weight is like going into the racket. It's going like to your right. Or I guess for lefties, going to your left. But for me, righty, I'm uh, my body weight is like sh- still shifting to the right. Right. I if my racket is back already, and I'm waiting, and, and like before the ball bounces, I'm waiting right there. Um. I can shift my weight into the ball, my body weight into the ball, and and um, like you know my 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 center of gravity is like it's it's more central, right? It's 
It's like in my belly button, not not in the racket. We don't want the center of gravity in the racket. We want it in the middle of me, right? So, center of gravity. gravity. Uh, focus on that as well. And to focus on, that's just, once again, early racket, release, preparation is done. Just got to get ready to swing um, before the ball bounces and not rushing yourself, right? You need a solid base. And you got to be moving above your feet. You can't be moving out to the sides of it. It's like walking on ice. You don't want to be walking over. You don't want to be, like, you know, bending over too far, like, you know, bending back and doing all that. You want to be, like, you know, you want to be firm, right? You want to have a solid stance so you don't fall over. And the final thing, this relates to the serve. Um, one thing I didn't realize I was doing was I was failing to brush up on the topspin serve. Right, so the proper like uh, technique bit for this is uh, to brush up on the serve. Is you got you got to let the ball drop a little bit. So okay, so for the flat serve, you have the ball at you hit the ball at its apex, and you have a full extension with the elbow to have like you know the longest lever possible to get you know as much uh, pace as possible. With the topspin serve, you I. I need to, I need to like toss the ball a little bit behind my head, first of all, so I can actually like you know really grab the ball with the strings. So when I actually brush up on it, so I need to let the ball drop down a bit so I can grab the ball in the strings and brush up. I have to like extend through, and I don't want to have my elbow not like locked out, but like you know fully extended on contact. I need to have it slightly bent so I can extend through it and add that spin. And I also need to be like jumping up through it, right? So I can't. I have like jumped already on the serve and make contact. Now I need to like jump through. So I need to bring the racket. I got to brush up on it. And it's brushing up, right? Not brushing through. Hitting it through the shot, that's on the flat serve. But when you're brushing up, you got to, you got to like really, you know, brush the ball. You got to just add a lot of top spin. You got to get a good neck clearance as well for the ball to really, like, you know, be most effective. Right? You got to land deep in the box so it can, you know, kick back into the court. So the early take back, early release, center of gravity, and the brush up on the serve are the most important things that I took away from today that I'm going to be focusing on. Other things tennis related. Uh, the wall, that's been closed down uh, for some renovations, but I'm hoping to get back there soon. I believe I talked about that in the last Talk Tennis episode. If not, then two Talk Tennises ago. Uh, love that wall. Honestly, incredible. One of... Probably one of the best practices I can ever have. And alongside that, the serving. Yeah, I got to serve by myself. And now I uh, have this second serve. I also have this brush up. So this is for like the second serve only, not the first serve. I mean, you could use it on the first serve if you're, if you're missing like a lot and you have like a low first serve percentage. But yeah, do what you will with that. Uh, but yeah, I need to be practicing serving just by myself, go on the court, stay there for an hour, hour and a half, and just hit serves. And probably the next time I go over there, I just need to focus on just hitting second serves. Just get that technique down, just get the motion, get the get the feel for it all, right? Yeah. Shoulder workouts. I have, the, I have a band down in my uh, basement hooked up to a, to a hook in the wall. And I just gotta do some like 
internal, external rotations, and like vertical, rota all, all the stuff, right? You gotta get strong shoulders for the serve. And other workouts as well. I'm, uh, I'm like calling, you know, the, anything, any tennis related thing I do, my workout, but I'm, uh, I, I know it's not like actually like weight training at all. I'm gonna like pick that up when the school starts up again in the fall. Gotta get, gotta get fit, right? You gotta get toned. I'm not trying to be like muscly and heavy. Granted, I don't think like my body frame can like support like a muscly build. Like, I don't think I, I can actually have that, but yeah. And plus I wouldn't really need it anyway because it might restrict my uh, movement and uh, speed on the court. Yeah. When I was uh, writing the, the notes out on my sticky note for this, uh, this episode, I thought, I was, I was thinking of what this is turning into. This talk tennis is turning into me just talking about my, uh, like how I'm progressing uh, tennis-wise. And, and I can like look back on this and remember, or just see how I've improved. See what, see what I've changed in the past and how I've uh, come past it. Right, so I wrote down tennis textbook on the sticky note because I have a... Um, have a like a, a five star spiral notebook of uh, lined paper uh, where I just have a couple pages. I, I say like a few. It's I was gonna say like a bunch, like page after page. Excuse me, a uh, page after page. I mean it is page after page, but it's only like like seven, eight, nine pages. So it's it's really not much, but basically. It's me just writing down stuff in the notebook that, or, you know, the, the quote-unquote textbook that I can refer back to later. Uh, just notes on how I can improve. And, and I was thinking, like, the first, when I first, like, you know, uh, wrote, like, when I, when I wrote my first entry in it, I was thinking, you know, one day when this is all filled up, I could publish this. So I can make, like, copies and publish it and people could... Like read it and be like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" Right? I have it out here right now. I my first entry was July third, twenty twenty. Yes. Let's see. What it says is all right. So I had a lesson. So on my forehand, don't lift the chest too early, or the ball will go sailing. Ah, oh, that's fun. I still somewhat do that now. More distance between the hitting elbow and the body. It's also something I need to work on as well. Racket below the ball before contact. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Turn body enough. Not too much. Okay, let's see. Backhand. Drop the racket head below the ball and snap upward to add, add topspin. Gotta have contact farther. All right, yeah. Let's see. So that's July 3rd. So we're actually coming up on that. Uh, the one-year anniversary. It's right now June 13th. Actually, let's see. How many pages are there? How many... All right, so maybe a little bit more than eight. Get it? Eight, eight speaks. Hey, guys, I made eight speaks. Welcome to episode 159. No, I'm joking. Let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. All right. And the last entry was December 31st. That's lovely, isn't it? And it's been six months since then. So, or you know, like five and a half. Six and six? 
Oh, yeah, it's six. No, wait. I don't know. Whatever it is. It's been quite some time since I last wrote in it, but I guess I have these episodes now where I can just do that, but do this. You know, instead of writing, it's verbalizing it, vocalizing it. Yeah. In the previous episode, I mentioned I, I like, at the very end, I was kind of rushed. Uh, had to fit everything in the 10-minute frame. I started up on Garden Warfare. So I also mentioned Cut the Rope, too. Um, I was going to talk about it, but honestly, I, I got, I got like, five Cut the Rope games. I finished the first one really quickly. But then there's these other four. You got, like, Cut the Rope Time Travel and Cut the Rope Magic, Cut the Rope Experiments, and Cut the Rope 2. Um, there's so many ads. I don't, I don't want to play it. I really don't. I don't want to play any of them. Because, like, the actual, like, problem-solving bit is fun, but... But when, like, but when when, when you fail and you gotta, like, you know, do it over again, you get, you get, like, an ad every, like, three retries. And after you finish a level, you also get an ad. It's awful. And they're, and, and they're like, those... It's like, the, it's like the weird mobile ones as well, where it's, like, if, if you... If, there's, like... It's like 10 seconds until you get that X in the upper, like, left or right-hand corner. So you're just going to sit there looking at some, like, dumb, dummy-dumb for 10 seconds. And those 10 seconds feels a lot longer than 10 seconds. And then when you go to click the X, no matter how, like, how, like, how much of the X you click, even if you don't t- touch any of the ad, it still takes you to, like, the App Store. Right? Like, no, I don't want to install it. Then you have to, like, close out that tab and... It's a whole. I hate that so much. I don't. I don't. I don't the, the games are fine. That's not what I'm. I'm complaining about the ads, and I'm not gonna pay seven dollars for to, to to just to remove ads. No. So that's that. Anyway, Garden Warfare. I talked about Plants vs Zombies, Garden Warfare, briefly, in. This is the first one, not the second one. Uh, in the in the um, PVZ, the Planets of Zombies. Um, what's it called? The mini series, the video game mini series. A little bit ago, and I wasn't too knowledgeable on it because I hadn't played it for a couple years since then, since it last came out, since I last played it. But I got on two days ago, and I've been playing it. And it is incredible. I I shed a tear. Not a shed a tear. I mean, it, it was like in the back. It was like in, it was like behind my eye, you know. Because I, I was like, remember, as I've said many times recently, at least, um, I'm a nostalgic person, right? I uh, I I see something that denotes childhood, like memories or good times in the past, and I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm gonna get emotional right now, right, something like that, I mean, when I say emotional, I'm not gonna, like, you know, break down in tears, and, like, you know, just have a red, puffy face or anything, like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm gonna, like, have that, like, weird, like, warm, tingly, melty, wobbly feeling in my heart, and have, like, 
like a tear in the back of like one of my eyes or both or something like that. Maybe if it's so much so that I might have a tear coming out my eye, down going down the cheek, but nah. Video Garden Warfare didn't do that, but honestly, it could have. <laughs> I so so the game came out in 2014. It, it was like probably like what is it like June. June or so, July, I forget the the exact month. Maybe it was September. Whatever, whatever the month was, it was it was like middle to late, um, 2014. <clears throat> and I first played that game in 2014, maybe 15. And I think I stopped uh, playing. Actually, no, no, I think I played in 2014, like right after it released. Maybe a couple weeks after. Couldn't have been more than like six months. Whatever the time frame was, <clears throat> I played it a lot. Right, Jay, um, one of the characters on this podcast, he, I don't know, characters, I mean, he's like an actual person, I don't know why I say character, uh, one of the people on this podcast, he, um, he was checking the length of time, right, he, he has a PS5, I have a PS4, and on, and not on the PS4, but on the PS5, you can actually see the, um, like how long certain people have played, uh, like the, the time that people have played, and PS4 you can't, but, you know. So, he was looking at my hours, you know, for the for the games I played. So, Rainbow Six, I have, like, 1,050 hours or something like that. That makes sense. I played that for two and a half years, and I was, I was always grinding it out. I hate the fact that it's, like, a whole, like, thousand hours. That's, that's a whole narcoleptic nugget episode right there. Um, and if you don't understand that, let me explain that. Um, there's a YouTuber called Narcoleptic Nugget who... Plays Rainbow Six Siege, and he has these videos called 1,000 Hours of... Or, like, what 1,000 Hours of, you know, some character in the game looks like. Or it was something like that. But, like, the main thing was, you know, 1,000 Hours, right? So it was, like, very experienced gameplay and all this and that, right? But me, over two and a half years, I had a total of 1,000 Hours. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no, he doesn't, you know, play for 1,000 Hours straight. Like, you know, that, that's a bit extreme, but it's it's, like, the general idea. Um, but then the second game was Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare at about, like, 530 hours. So, so, I mean, first of all, it's, you know, it's cut in half, but for the length of time I played Garden Warfare, I was, I was, I was just, I was just so happy. I was just, I was just playing the game. I don't think I really ever got angry at the game. I just, I was just enjoying it, right? And thing is, like, if you lose in, like, Rainbow Six, you, like, you, 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 like, die and you gotta wait for the round to be over. And it's, like, a whole, like, infuriating process. And even just, like, the animation of you dying or, like, seeing the opponent. It's just, like, it's just, it makes you feel so bad. It's, like, ha, you died. You're garbage. But in PvZ, it's, like, you, you, so, okay, so now in Garden Warfare... I know I'm a little bit more knowledgeable about it, and I forgot a whole lot of the stuff. So, Garden Warfare, there's very... I'm not going to lie. There's not too much to the game, but at the same time, there's, like, a lot more than you'd expect, right? I I'm, 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 I got a... Um, what's it called? A hard drive. I got an external hard drive so I can actually download uh, PVZ, uh, Garden Warfare 2, and some Call of Duty things and stuffs. 
All right, I'm probably going to get back on that. I probably just want to play Warzone with Pookie, um, another guy on the on the podcast. Because um, that's his main thing. He loves that. So I want to I hop on that bandwagon. But besides that, I'm, I, I <laughs> it's a two terabyte hard drive. So I can get like a lot of games, right? <clears throat> I think one terabyte is like 1,000 gigabytes. 2,000 gigabytes there. So, if um, if Call of Duty is 120, then I can fit, like, uh, wait. Okay, it would be 10 to get to 1,200 gigabytes. Um, and 11 to get to uh <laughs> I can't ah you know why don't I just go to the calculator I'm I'm not gonna like eh, my brain isn't functioning properly right now. 16.6 repeating so I can get 16 full Call of Duty games on this one uh hard drive and if I get it like if and, and now it is, I mean I I'm not really I don't really play too many other games on the PS4. Granted, I haven't actually played on the PS4 since uh, January. So <laughs> Jay was also looking at the last time I was online. And up until just two days ago when I downloaded P- uh, Garden Warfare and Garden Warfare 2, I haven't I haven't played in over five months. Yeah. But I hopped back on like like it was like it was nothing. Like I like I didn't go away. And boy, oh boy, am I glad that I did. I got, I purchased both Garden Warfare 1 and 2 off the PlayStation Store. Uh, Garden Warfare 2 is at a discount, so that was fun. And that's actually what Jay first saw. He saw that and he was like, yo, I'm going to get that. I'm like, that's dope. I'm going to get the first and the second. thing is, all my data saved from when I had Garden Warfare the first time on a disc, right? So I was rank 190. Now I'm 192 because I've upgraded, uh, I think I've upgraded the Pea Shooter class and the uh foot soldier foot soldier yeah so i went from 190 to 192 in the last bit of time and the thing i forgot about was so there's this thing called garden ops where you can play as any of the plant classes and you have to defend a garden and you just have waves of zombies coming at you and then there's like some bosses with like a slot machine and then there's like just other normal zombies and there's like zombie heroes which are like like AI versions of what uh, like what the zombies play in multiplayer, uh, and there's also like the basic like you know brown coat zombie, conehead, buckethead, screen door. There's like barrels and outhouse and coffin zombies, all the things, right? And you just have to defend your garden for a bunch of waves, right? So that's fun. Garden ops is garden ops is fun. That's single player. Uh, I mean, it can be single player. You can also play with other people as well, but it's just plants on defense. Then you have multiplayer. You get into stuff like um, there's so there's team vanquish and gardens and graveyards. This is what I didn't mention in the um, the PVZ the, the the episode a bit ago. The video game miniseries. I keep forgetting the se- the miniseries name. The video game miniseries. Um, so. Those are the two main game modes that people play. And okay, seven years, right? It's about so. So say so. Say the game came out in June, 
2014. It's now June of 2021, seven years later. And a sequel as well, uh, Garden Warfare 2. People still play Garden Warfare. Right? That's incredible. I love that. Like, I, I, I hop into some games. Like, every once in a while, there might be like an empty lobby, and I just like load into a game by myself, or maybe with like two other people. But actually, granted, that, that's also playing like Gnome Bomb. Right? Gnome Bomb is another game mode. A little less popular now, but because like you know, not too many people play anymore. Because there's also Garden Warfare 2, as well as like you know, Call of Duty and Rainbow Six Siege and Fall Guys. I don't need. Do people even play Fall Guys anymore? Whatever. There's, there's a whole bunch of other games, right? You got Rocket League. You got. I am completely blanking on video games right now, but oh, Super Smash Bros. A lot of Nintendo games, right? There's just games that are. And some people don't even know Plants for Zombies exists. I think. So. Yeah. It makes sense that not all lobbies are going to be full, but. A lot of the people I play are high ranked. I remember I first got it. I actually. I think I got the. I did get the game when it first released back in. I guess summer or like early. Um early fall because I was like at a, like a decent rank for a couple months and I was like, I was experienced with the game and then Christmas came around in December, end of December, December 25th. And everyone was like rank one, right? Level one, right? Like they, they just, they just got the game for Christmas and they're on and playing. And I'm just like, this is so fun. This is, this is like, um, like sitting ducks, right? This is, this is, this is fun. I'm just, I'm I'm already experienced the game and I'm just I'm just blasting all these people away, right? That was fun for a bit. Now there's a whole mix of things. You look in the lobby. There's like you know a couple level thirties and fifties, and then there's the people who are like three thirteen and like two ninety and all. So I still got a ways to go, of course. But yeah, I I'm playing the game now. So. There's Team Vanquish, where you got Plants for Zombies multiplayer. Uh, first team to get 50 Vanquishes. I love how they use the word Vanquish and not, like, kill or anything. Like that. So it's it's just, it's just like, different as well. It's like, in Call of Duty, you got, like, you know, kill people, right? But in PvZ, Vanquish your enemies. So that's fun. And if you revive a teammate after they've been Vanquished, then uh, the... The enemies don't get a point. They lose a point. That's fun. And in Gardens and Graveyards, it's like a campaign type ordeal where there are a certain amount of locations for different maps. Um, and these map, there's like specific Gardens and Graveyards maps that you can't find anywhere else because zombies spawn in at one point, like at the very start of the game, at like in, in in one spot, and there's like a countdown for the game to begin, and then they go off and they have to capture several gardens. It could be like five or six. And then there's an end point, right? There's like a final like area where it's not a garden. Like for one example, um, it's not called Garden Center, but oh, it's, it's called Main Street where there's this tactical cuke that the plants have. It's like, you know, their secret weapon. They're going to launch at Zomboss Mountain and the zombies have to stop it from being launched. So in like the, so like three minutes so there's like three minutes on the clock and after you like uh take over the final garden you have to plant four like a 
uh, you have to plant dynamite sticks in four locations to uh, prevent the tactical cuke from being launched, right? Also cuke, like, you know, cucumber, but like tactical nuke, cuke, cucumber, you get it. I, I honestly, the plants, they are the most clever people with names, right? It's, love that so much. So that's one example. Then you have like um, Walnut Hills where the zombies have to enter Crazy Dave's mansion and just take it over, right? And this is after like, you know, capturing like six graveyards, uh, six gardens, turning them into graveyards where if zombies just like stand in like a, a green circle around the garden um, and, you know, they have to fight off plants and they have to like, you know, have to, they got to slide the bar all the way over from the left to the right, uh, you know, taking it over. I mean, it's more difficult than, than it sounds because, like, you know, everyone's shooting everything and there's all these power-ups and there's fire and toxic and electric plants and there's all the things going on. All the CPGs from the foot soldiers and the and the chemist with their sticky exploding balls. It's a whole, like, process. All right. But it's fun. It's it's not even, like, infuriating. Like, if, if you were to do this in Call of Duty or Rainbow Six, <laughs> especially if you're doing Rainbow Six, you just you're just getting angry, and there's no need. But oh, sorry, I just had to stretch my neck out. Couldn't speak there for a second. Um, but with PVZ, with with just you know these animated characters, these these you know plants versus uh, these plants and these zombies, they're just it's it, it's like it's like childish, you know. And I don't mean childish as an insult. I mean childish like it's you know you play it as a kid, and it's just like it's just fun, colorful. Just like animated stuff, it's it's just stuff that you can. You, you, it's more enjoyable than actual competitiveness. Yeah, and I think I mentioned that in my um, video game miniseries episode a bit ago. Yeah, so I'm just playing the stuff now, and it's and it's fun. I really just I just enjoy it. I'm I've, I've gotten back into it, and there's no complaints. I love the game, and with the hard drive on its way. So I don't have enough free space. That's why I got the hard drive. So with the hard drive on its way, I can play Garden Warfare 2. And I can do that with Jay. And when I'm not playing with Jay, I'm playing Garden Warfare 1. And maybe every once in a while I'll hop on Call of Duty. Why not? Maybe another game in the future. Hmm. We'll see about that. But Things are fun right now. <clears throat> things are Things are going well. I got tennis. I got Garden Warfare. I hope that wall opens back up again because... This soon, cause I gotta, I gotta just, I just wanna go ham on it. So, first like two thirds of the episode was tennis, and last bit was, I think the first two thirds was tennis. The last bit, last third was about PVZ Garden Warfare. That's fun. So with that, I'm eight signing off. I hope you are all doing well in your lives, listeners and. If you are, and I hope you find a way to do so with whatever means possible. I will speak to each and every one of you in episode 160 in the future.